0: You're still a little bit in work mode because you have the championship photo of Joey Logano. Well, one of the million championship yeah. photos of Joey Logano from this past weekend. And I've gone into full off-season because behind me is the sunset from a couple of nights ago. So does this mean you're really working harder than I am right now?
1: No, this is We'll we'll take this as Caitlin celebrating the fact that the 2022 season's done. As much as I love racing, I am very glad that we can finally put a pin, or not even a pin, a close close the book on 2022, as we shall say.
0: Well, it's the competition that has closed up in terms of NASCAR for 22. But there's lots of stuff that's going on in the background, there will be lots of things that continue to go on in the background for the next little while. And I find that everybody kind of slows down and relaxes kind of, you know, if you if you can or want to grab a little vacation time now, and then you get into the holidays pretty quickly. But as soon as we get to January, and everybody's finished with the new year and trying to remember to write 23 instead of 22 <laughs> it's okay what are we doing what's happening and it kicks on pretty quickly
1: um 2023 started for me about a week after Delaware there's <laughs> was, there's was a couple you get through all the championship stuff and then there's a couple things you're working on like like the bigger yeah. projects celebrating 2022 but then all the discussions turn you do your postmortems and all that and then it's mm-hmm. Okay, so 2023.
0: Yeah, I, and and I guess it's just what I mean by after the first of the year, it's kind of there's there's a few more phone calls and texts among yeah. teams, friends, family, and and all that kind of stuff. I just kind of lump that all in together because it all it all goes together. But I think that the frequency of contact picks up maybe after the fir- after the first of the year.
1: Yeah, that is a good point. It's like no one really wants to talk about 2023 right now. <laughs> it's like everybody's like okay, we oh, need no. to fix the cars, we no, need to No, no, no.
0: No, no. Everybody wants to talk about 2023 because there's you said there's postmortems that take place after the season and and rightfully so everybody's looking at how they can improve things how they can make their operation better if their teams where they can find more performance everybody's looking to confirm and maybe grow and expand partnerships for for next year that's all going to take place and hey we we'd like a schedule for the pinty series to come out and hopefully that'll that'll be coming out pretty soon we you're not looking have... at me for that are you I, I know you don't make the schedule because if you did, it would already be out because you're like that. I This is why I love you and you and I get along so well is that we understand that there's, there should be structure and order and we like to do things in kind of a certain way. And it's very similar. So I think that's mm-hmm. where, so if you were solely were in charge of the schedule, it would be out already.
1: I mean, I feel like the fact, the reason it's not out already is because it wasn't done and Fair. Now it's maybe a little bit closer to being done. So you can't put a schedule out when it's not done. No. But it's like once it's done and you have all the sanctions done, it's like, right put it up.
0: And that takes time. Everybody mm-hmm. gets impatient about it, but that does take time. Yeah. From what I have heard, and I won't put you on the spot, but you can feel free to chime in as you like.
1: I cannot say anything because o- officially I Officially
0: am... or unofficially? <laughs> officially okay, that's or fine. unofficially. What I would expect for next year is a similar schedule to this year. So 23 will look similar to 2022. There may be an additional race, possibly two. There may be a new venue. I'll say possibly two. I don't think there will be. And I think, and that's why I think next year will be very similar to this year in terms of what the actual schedule is. Some things we know for sure are going to happen. GP3R is going to to happen next year. CTMP. CTMP is going to happen on its regular weekends. Newfoundland is scheduled to happen again next year. So there's, and there's a few things that we know are going to happen. Our is going to happen, the dirt race next year. We're still trying to figure out the date, but that's, that's going to happen next year. So There are some things we know, and that's why the schedule hasn't been released yet, is because Mm -hmm. not everything is confirmed 100%. But if we have a a good schedule next year, like this year, I think everybody should be pretty happy.
1: Yeah, the schedule this year was amazing. It We went back coast to coast, especially after two years of having a a pandemic schedule and only racing in Ontario and Quebec. It's like the fact that we not only went back out west, but went back out east and onto an island. Mm -hmm. It's like... 2022 is a pretty good season, and I think it's one of those things where, you know, pending another global pandemic or even a national pandemic, there's really nowhere to go but up with it.
0: Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. There's not, there's no pandemic coming next year, and I just no. Nobody just thought that... that in 2019 either. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Very different circumstances now than then. I don't know how many jabs you've had, but I think I just had my fourth one. So I think oh, three, I think everybody's twice. pretty well, you know, covered through. Yeah. That. So I don't. I don't think we have to worry about that. So yes, <laughs> we're excited and looking forward to 23 as things come out and get con- well. We should say too that. Daniel Bois, that sneaky son of a gun, <laughs> sort of slipped out, oh, we're doing six races next year for MBS yeah. Motorsports, which is great. Yeah. They 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 were they were wanting to expand their schedule. Good for them. Andrew Ranger's in for next year. Marc Antoine oh, Cameron is in for next year. It's yeah, there haven't been announcements yet, but those those things are going to happen yeah. next year. And you can you can say that there will be a significant field, I think, for all events next year, which is again something that we're looking forward to and excited about we had great mm-hmm. fields this year yeah i think they will at at worst be comparable next year yeah. and i think that's that's a very positive sign moving forward
1: yeah and especially going out east going out west having a yeah. dirt race it's like you'll have those the the local guys back it's like you can rely sure. on you know the sarah thorns the brandon mcfarland's the Jamie Krizick's, Aaron Turkeys, the ones that, you know, do the one-offs or two-offs, depending on how many there are of each swing. Right. And, you know, you'll definitely have those in the field. And, you know, it'd be great to see, you know, Jamie Krizick come out and Chantal Kalika come out and do another Ontario race. Oh, absolutely. did that in 2019. So it's like, it's nice to see those guys actually come out and do some Ontario and Quebec races. But, you know, again, I feel like after the season, there's just nowhere to go but up.
0: that's kind of how I'm just feeling about everything I I think that's I think that's a really positive that that kind of optimism that kind of excitement I I think is really good and I think generally speaking everyone feels that way sure everybody's going to have an issue I'd like this to be a little different I'd like more of this less of that or something why are you having this on
1: that date like right and and
0: and that goes to you're never going to make 100% of the people 100% of the hat 100% 100% happy 100% yeah. of the time so you you do your best to mm-hmm. give the most to all stakeholders and everybody comes out in in the end so i th- i think those are those are good things but i i i think yeah generally speaking we're looking forward to next year do you now that competition is done for this year on the nascar stretch at least should we go back and look at maybe a couple of the final weeks? Because there was a lot of shit that happened in NASCAR over the last few weeks. Well, last so month decide, of NASCAR. You decide where, we want, where you want to start that discussion, but I, I'm, there's a lot of stuff.
1: The amount of people that reached out to me, that don't follow racing, but reached out to me. Oops. <laughs> reached out to me. <laughs> Telling me about Ross Chastain's move at Martinsville. <laughs>
0: like, did you
1: see this? Of you think of all people that haven't seen this, I was one of them. Of course, I saw this. It was, this was it insane. was insane.
0: It was remarkable. And I, I don't know how many times you had to watch it before it really sunk in, but it was it was kind of what just happened here? Yeah. What am, am I seeing this right? And I, I needed to watch it's, it a few times, and it was just from
1: a few different angles. Like,
0: and the the in car was sensational. Yeah. And there's a there's a lot of stuff to digest about that. First of all, major points for originality and having the thought the to balls.
1: do it.
0: Well, yeah, and, but it's just, at, and I think that's that says a lot about racers that they're there to win. At all cost, and Ross Chastain talked a bit about that. I, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't care what happened. I you know. I hope it didn't, you know, reckon us. But I, I was, I was there to win. And this, there was no other way. I didn't know if this was going to work, but there was no other way it was going to happen. So you try it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and I was talking to a friend um I can't remember who it was I was talking to somebody that was like oh if he hadn't done it and like two hours later like Denny or um Brad Gazelski got eliminated so he would have gotten in anyway and it's like no there was no way they were going to take that spot away from Denny Hamlin because Denny Hamlin won that spot fair and square in the championship sure. or if that were the case so from Ross Chastain's perspective no matter what he either was going home not in the championship for or going home with a wrecked car not in the championship for or balls to the wall yeah I don't know what I don't know what they're calling it some people have called it the hail melon or yeah the the melon to the wall or something like that but well
0: it was it was original and you know there were a bit there were a few great memes that came out in the days afterwards (laughs) so those are those were awesome with the rollers on the wall and on the side of the car those were really good I mean but again that gets people talking that kind of it's no one's ever done this. No one's ever seen this before. And it's just, it's good. Now I don't Mm -hmm. think it's going to be allowed in the future.
1: I I figured, I I figured there
0: would be, if you allowed this. No, I think, I think from a safety standpoint, I'm not sure you can because Mm -hmm. each track is a bit different. Some have access gates at different points on the track. And he mentioned that he was worried about the one in corner four at Martinsville. That could cause a real problem because there were there have been some horrible wrecks where cars catch the wall at an access gate or something like that out of a yeah. weird set of circumstances. So I, I think it will be, if it's not, I don't know that there's going to be a decree that this kind of move is is outlawed, but I think it will be written into the rules that, yeah, you don't want to be doing that because there will be a judgment of if it if, if in if it's de- deemed to be a, a reckless move or a move that could impact the safety of others it will be mm-hmm. disallowed i think yeah, that's the way to maybe look at it
1: yeah cuz it's like if you were to try a move like that at like daytona it's like it's
0: well yeah i don't know different if anyone set of would circumstances but... because yeah you know, because of the uh, the throttle limitations of uh, of of plates and. Stuff. But again, I think that's what I mean. I think it's different at every track. Mm. And I just that kind of it's it's a safety issue that you need to look at in in terms of how we whether or not you allow people to hammer on the throttle and uh, go wide friggin open all the way around,
1: yeah. i it sucks because it's like i would it would suck to see them limit that. Because, you know, every, every executive in NASCAR has been like, that is our sport. That is the epitome of what we want to be and the creativity and the originality we want to have as NASCAR and sure. as the sport and in the industry. So to take that away and limit that is kind of sad, but it's like you are right. Like safety always does come first. So it, yeah. I think they'd have to, you know, test it out a little bit and see you know, what, like where it does get really dangerous. And, you know, is Martinsville really the only place you can do it at? Like, you know, a friend, my friend and I were talking about it during the championship race of where else could you do that at Richmond? Maybe like, there's maybe only like a handful of tracks in all of racing or sure. all of like NASCAR that you could do that at. Could we'll you see do what it happens. Pinchies?
0: Uh, Yes, you could. But again, it's, it's going to be, it's going to depend on which track, where it might work uh is it going to be a safety thing in terms mm-hmm. of how the walls are with the access and remember the the pinty series runs fiberglass bodies as opposed to uh carbon fiber so bit of a different friction level as yeah. you're riding the concrete
1: i was also just thinking i wonder if it'll be a thing where it's like in every single like crew chief handout they put it in every single race it's like this move is not allowed this move is not allowed Martin. that's you can do it here
0: maybe that's the way to address yeah. it from a safety standpoint because that's that's the my only reservation with it is is the mm-hmm. safety thing but i i love the originality and creativity with it and bring on more of that i think mm-hmm. that's a that's a positive thing in in all forms of racing you want to do something different than everybody else that's why people do use different strategies like well yeah. everybody does this and we're not going to win that way so we got to try something else and do something different i like that
1: yeah it really and i mean for track house racing to have a season like that it's like and to to be the forefront and the the spotlight of that kind of move it just speaks volumes to their like their organization going forward
0: way more chatter about that race and how it went than how the race itself went Oh, yeah. At Phoenix in the finale. I mean, it was just it was, you know, Joey Logano had the best car and he wasn't going to lose. Yeah. And so, it, and
1: we were watching the my friend and I were watching the last like 30 laps. And it's like, oh, oh, Chastain's gaining. Oh, and he's backed off. Oh, he's gaining and he's backed off. And it's like his car was just so goddamn do- dominant. And it was so yeah. good that it's like I think it was like halfway through the race. I'm like, unless he like blows a tire or something. He's got it. It's, it's like, not going to. It's like it would have to be like extreme circumstances for him to not win this race.
0: And that's the way racing goes. Sometimes you don't always have the door to door, two cars crossing the finish line within a thousandth or two one thousandths of a second of one another. Sometimes somebody has the, has the dominant car and they're just going to, they're just going to skate away from everybody else. That's the way it goes. That's the, that's part of the intrigue too, is that, you know what, is somebody going to, you know, is somebody going to mop up this week or nope, it's going to be, it's going to be close. That's, that's the way it goes, and yeah,
1: and it sucks when that's the championship race because everybody's sitting there and they're like, "Oh, this person just was good this week because of the way the playoff structure is formatted."
0: No, that's like, you know, be, to be in that position, you mm-hmm. have to have been good oh, a lot more than just that week, and I think that's hundred percent, yeah, incorrect by people that suggest uh, that suggest that sort of thing.
1: No, a hundred percent. And by the way, that wasn't my opinion. I think Joey no, no, Logano no. definitely deserved to win that championship but to dominate the finale like that and have very little friction within the championship four is like it kind of sucks for that It's a little disappointing yeah Yeah.
0: sure you want to you want a dramatic finish but there isn't always that and that's that's the part that not everybody really understands. So
1: yeah, and that's a conversation we were having at the end of the Pinty season too of like, oh, Cameron Cameron got his 12 points back from the penalty. Mm-hmm. Now they're really he like he would have to wreck out at CTMP for him not to
0: well yeah he got his Delaware. He appealed the, his penalty, got his points mm-hmm. back, and then he won at CTMP, which meant that it's you know, it was almost impossible for for anyone else to overtake him in the championship. And that's what I mean. You don't always get the Yeah. The big uh, the big finish. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the other end of the NASCAR criticisms too. And a lot of it directed at Ty Gibbs for his move. And he, after a little time, thought, discussion, probably a bunch of conversations, mm-hmm. admitted that, you know what? I shouldn't have done it and I was wrong. Okay, maya culpa. You're mm-hmm. a young guy learning, and sometimes really you earn you earn very hard lessons. Yeah, I cannot, I cannot still fathom the emotions that he and the Gibbs family went through in such a short period of time of his winning the Xfinity Championship. And then, hours later, having his father pass away, that is absolutely heartbreaking
1: i'm i i'm speech I was speechless about it then, and I'm speechless about it now because it's just like what what are the odds? And it's like I can't even, like, begin to imagine oh it's, it's, it's just like
0: absolutely, absolutely gut-wrenching for for everyone.
1: And it was like, and I I didn't know a lot. I didn't really follow Xfinity this year. So like, I did know about like all the stuff in Martinsville with Ty and stuff. And I was like, when it first came out that and it was rumored that Koi had died, I was like, was he sick already? Like what was going on? But then through like, you know, it all coming out and people talking about it on Twitter, it was like, no, this was very sudden. Like he was here last night celebrating with Ty, happy and like, like celebrating. And it's like, this wasn't a man that was sick or had any pre-existing health conditions that we at least knew of but even the people that like saw him and interacted with him in the garage the last weekend and the weekend before no one saw it coming and it's just unbelievable heart heart heart-wrenching and i can't imagine as a 19 year old winning winning the thing you have fought for for the last few years and you know getting booed in victory lane and having all these emotions of that and then waking up and your dad's gone
0: and having it all irrelevant in a matter of hours after you've culminated and won the championship our heart goes out to him that's it's just it
1: does and one other thing i want to touch on is people are disgusting (laughs) the amount of comments on social media that were just like
0: and that's, and I have, uh, you know, and I'm kind of developing a love-hate relationship with social media. And it's, there are times that it's fun, that I enjoy it. In fact, I got a, you know, I, I got a a tweet forwarded to me from my sister this morning at, uh, at five o'clock this morning because she happened to be up and I got it a little while later because I happened to be up too. And it's, you know, guess what? At an airport in Florida, a man tried to, smuggle a gun onto a flight yeah, stuffed Florida. in the stuffed in the cavity of a raw chicken. This only, see, that's the fun stuff about what? social media. I know it's just, you know, Florida, man, it's a weird hashtag Florida, man, honest to goodness, go search it. It's, it's They're... the funniest thing you'll ever see. It's, it's absolutely high, but at the same time, people use it as their own personal bully pulpit and yeah. it's gross and obscene and it's just, That's, that's why I will go long stretches without posting anything Mm -hmm. or, or even looking at, at uh, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram doesn't really matter. It's just kind of, you know what, I I need a little break.
1: It's it's very interesting. So it's like within the last year and like insight into Caitlin's life within the last year, I've done a lot to be like, to kind of settle and to be really happy with my life and like really confident with myself and what I want to do. And since kind of going through that journey, the instinct and like need to post on social media has kind of faded away and right. it's like you know 2019 pre pandemic, even like the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, why am I posting on social media? It's like because I want to share with people because I want people to like post like to like to know what I'm doing and like I want like this person to like see what a specific person to see what I'm doing and blah 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 and now it's just like I'm only sharing things that I want to share or are cool. And it's like, and I'm not even doing it for anybody. I'm doing it for me or because I want to remember it. That's the right
0: reason. It's just, you know what? Here's something I find it interesting or funny or thought provoking. And Mm -hmm. I think maybe you do too. I think that's the right motivation or you want to, you know, see something that you, you like or disagree Mm -hmm. with and, and then, offer an opinion that's that's one thing i've always maintained is that i will if i disagree with something i'll say so and i'll say why but this back and forth that just goes on and on i refuse to engage it's just i i I want no part if you if you want to have a discussion about it Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm not going to have it and attempt to do it in 140 characters or or whatever i i'm happy to engage that way but this Back and forth on social media. Yeah. No, thanks. I'm shutting down.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's interesting for me too, because my entire life is social media and having to analyze trends and come up with content ideas and all this stuff when you personally don't have a desire to do any of that anymore and like care about any of it. So it's, I'll kind disagree of a, with you slightly. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's your job. Yeah. It's not your entire life.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. But it is, it is that.
0: Oh, it plays a huge role in it your does, in yeah. your day-to-day life. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, no question.
1: It's like, oh, I'm distracted a little bit. Oh, I don't want to, I, I can't scroll on mine. So I'll scroll on the NASCAR 50 <laughs> speed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that.
1: Can I say another thing about the uh, championship confetti?
0: Yeah.
1: I love that. It's like, I, I just love Phoenix Raceway's color scheme. It's so oh, nice. Yeah.
0: The it's- Southwest kind of look and feel. Yeah.
1: And I actually just got my Kyle Larson 124 die cast from his championship last year. And it's nice. covered in the confetti. Nice. I'm like, this looks really pretty. This looks cool.
0: It's it's a it looks great in photos. It looks mm-hmm. great on TV when you have this explosion of confetti as part of a victory celebration. You and I have had the the fun privilege of being in the midst of those. Yeah. And When cannons like that, and that's basically what they are, is that they Mm -hmm. dump a giant garbage bag full of confetti into this air blower cannon, and it fires it out, it looks great. But you don't want to be standing too yeah. close to it, otherwise it's like shrapnel.
1: I think I said this the last podcast episode, the one that Joel shot off at Delaware, the first one in Brandon Watson's victory lane was almost a projectile. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was like it was just a ball that went like straight towards somebody. <laughs> but um, I'll actually say for Joey Logano's championship celebration, I thought it was too much, especially oh, on yeah? TV, because it was just like it would go off in like the first like one, like not even twenty seconds, like ten five 10 seconds of it it was like oh this is cool and then it was just like a blizzard of it like you couldn't see yeah. joey anymore and it's like okay as a photographer it's like you're standing there like okay i have to wait until like like you're just continuously shooting but it's like well i know I from like can crop out like a, a hundred photos right in the middle because they're not gonna see anything
0: but these, yes, these are the the difficulties that you have going going through that. But yeah, that's it, the uh, that's a good thing. There is um, an arch to confetti. It is, but it looks uh, it looks great, and you know what? It's fun. It's a great celebration, and it yeah. uh, and it should be a big uh, it should be a big deal. The other big deal that sort of snuck up out of nowhere in NASCAR. Oh. Jimmy Johnson's going to be a part owner of Petty uh, GMS Racing, and he's going to come back and run a few races, yeah, starting with I'm the Daytona to, 500. Are you I'm going to going Daytona to, now? I
1: guess I'm going to Daytona this year or next yeah. year. <laughs> I was like, we were talking yeah. about Daytona in one of my meetings this week, and I'm like,
0: okay, can I, I can go.
1: I'm available. I have a uh, little, I <laughs> I always have the week blocked off.
0: There you Just go. See. prepare in advance good for you yeah I think that's uh I think that's a really good thing for for the sport I think uh, Mm -hmm. that's good you know he retired from driving stepped away and well you know (laughs) I'll I'll fart around doing some other stuff and and so yeah he leaves himself the opportunity to still do some some sports car racing he wants to do the uh the 24 hours of Le Mans great good for him I think uh and I can see him find I, I think he'll be able to find a seat to uh to do that so so yeah, do think we think
1: Hendrick Motorsports will give him the 48 back? Probably not. Uh,
0: I don't think so. No. And I don't think it's necessary.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No. Um, Michael Jordan wore more than one number in the NBA. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessary. That was cool, then. But... This is now. But, the, you know, 24, 48, those numbers are are associated with, with Hendrick. And I, I right. don't know that he would. I, th- I think I uh, think Mr. Hendrick would have a conversation about it if if Jimmy said, "Hey, can we talk about it?" But yeah, I, d- I don't think it's necessary.
1: No, that's a good point. I don't think he would even get the forty three because it'd be a full time charter, wouldn't it be?
0: Right. Yeah. So, and he's only going to drive a partial schedule, so I don't think it really uh, matters. The other thing is that hey, new number, all the new merchandise and stuff that's going to be able to come out that you can design. I think that's okay.
1: Um, Bye bye wallet. Bye bye money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other there's there's another. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. There's another thing I wanted to mention, and here's the shameless plug part. I'm working on a show for uh, Rev TV, my Rev Culture program, and I'm interviewing a bunch of different series champions, and um, it's they're all championship winners, and that's gonna that's gonna be a show that's coming out in a few weeks. One of those that I interviewed was Valerie Lamoge, who won the Nissan Sentra Cup this past year. Tremendous accomplishment. First female racer to win a, a national championship in such a manner. Really? Check out, yes, as a solo driver. Natalie okay. Richard was part of a team. Check out the photo that Caitlin's going to pop up here right now.
1: With editing magic.
0: This is, I think, a tremendous photo at a tremendous opportunity for women in motorsports. It's Valerie on the top step in one hand, and I asked her about it, holding her trophy up in her right hand and holding her baby daughter in her left arm. You know what? You can do it all. I think it's absolutely fucking fantastic.
1: So fucking cool to see that.
0: Isn't it's that like, something?
1: It's like there's so much talk about... There's so much talk about women in any sport just not being to the height of their male competitors. And then there's even more talk about after women have children, how they're not going to be the same. They're not going to come back and be dominant. That is proof that that's a load of bullshit.
0: I think that's a, I, I think that that photo is a, is a great opportunity for, for so many and so motivational inspirational i just i just think that's why i wanted to share with you i just think it's really really cool
1: as a woman that has you know dealt with that bullshit and heard that her entire life i see that photo and i go fuck yeah
0: yeah because it's just
1: it's just so cool
0: yeah i think that's uh it's good and i think it um it another step in the right direction uh, hopefully it it bodes well for for the future Mm -hmm. um do you know what we didn't talk about on the last podcast i believe and we were going to talk about it and i just thought of it now because i've been doing stuff is moving
1: oh yes
0: because you moved not that long ago and you we were...
1: did talk about this on the po- last podcast no, i don't
0: think we talked about moving no oh no You told, we, you and I talked about it, but we didn't talk, but it's, it's such a weird experience to pack your whole life into a bunch of boxes and then transport it to another, another location. But it's also fun too, because I've done this over the last, uh, the last little while, because I had stuff in storage and and brought Mm -hmm. it out and you go, oh yeah, I forgot about that. You just, it's because you don't see it every day and it's it's not in front of you all the time. You think, oh yeah, and it just, it brings you this little bit of joy and it's really cool.
1: It's also detrimental to me with my ADHD brain because (laughs) I'll be packing and I'll be like, and I'll be like, oh cool, my high school yearbooks. Let's look at these for the next three hours. (laughs) Or oh cool, a box of like random shit I gathered from college looking at that for the next two hours and it's just like it's detrimental and it yeah. takes twice as long to pack because of that because I'm just like oh yeah like going through reading all of, like the notes in my high school yearbooks and like looking at like all of my little childhood mementos and stuff like that it takes forever
0: no, that's that's why you need to cull. Like as you're as you're packing to move, it's just like nope, don't need it, don't need it. Just cut right down to the uh, the and that's absolute cut bare a lot. minimum. I know it just it 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 goes such a long way. That's definitely the way to to do oh, it. Oh yeah. Um, do you I have any wanna...
1: food?
0: Oh, I do have one food mention because I again I didn't mention this before and I I should have. I went to a place in Oakville for my birthday, so it was a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, so it's like, okay, we're I'm bringing the family, and it was my birthday, so I paid. It's just, I did it absolutely backwards, because I wanted to. That's what I wanted to do for my That's birthday. That's kind of cool. I've, I thought so. It was different. So the place we went to is called Veraci. It's in Oakville. It's an Italian restaurant. I don't know about you, but I love pasta, yep. so I, you know, I can eat pasta. Uh, I could eat chicken almost every day. Yep. I just because there's so many ways to prepare and it. it's so just I, I just it's very I just,
1: versatile. So
0: when they have really good chicken parm with a little pasta, mm. it's like, oh, yeah, this is just absolute heaven. And the creme brulee was awesome, too. And I don't oh. normally eat like a big dessert. But yeah, creme brulee was it was awesome. So that's so there's my food uh, reco for this week. It's just it's called, called Verace. Really nice little place in Oakville. Really good.
1: That is, oh, next time I'm in Oakville, I'll definitely make sure to check that out. My go. birthday was just this past weekend, so yeah. I went to a bunch of different places. Um, we went to an a- Yes. We went to an Italian restaurant, actually in the Eaton Center. It's, tra- I'm not even going to attempt to announce it. It's like one of the chains in Toronto. It's like the Mercato, one of the Mercato chains. Mm-hmm. Um It was actually really, really good. Um,
0: nice.
1: I just got a Carbonara because it's, I feel like very consistent. Um, but they also had really good desserts on there as well. Um, went to Korean barbecue Monday night. Always, oh, a, very nice. always a fun. Um, so uh,
0: trattoria Mercato, is that the one?
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: I just Googled, yeah.
1: There you go. I, I wasn't going to attempt <laughs> without it in front of me. I was like, I'm not going to be able to uh, remember okay. how to pronounce it. Um, but then this week, this Friday, I'm doing a cocktail class with my best friend. Yes, I'm very excited about it. And we're going to go to this place we've been before, which is why I'm saying it. So I know it's good. Yeah. It's called Miss Things on Queen Queen Street in Toronto. And it's a Hawaiian place. Oh, so it's wow. All fact, it's like very like kind of tropical vibes, like pineapples everywhere, all that stuff. But it's like modern aesthetics. But when I went there in like 2019 for actually the friend I'm going with birthday and yeah. it was great like amazing pork ribs like really good just like all the bowls were like amazing the drinks were insane
0: beautiful so if you're ever in Toronto and you want
1: a especially as we're getting a little bit colder here Todd wouldn't know because he's in Florida dealing with hurricanes
0: waiting for the next hurricane yeah so we're dealing
1: with cold weather
0: this one's this one is not going to be bad it's it's cloudy and gray and i'm on the opposite coast from where it's Mm going to hit so it's just going to be it's expected to just be a tropic just a tropical storm by the time it gets here but the hurricane is absolutely devastating and you see the photos you see the videos and stuff but when you drive down the street and you see piles of debris And there's a, there's one spot that I drove by that is, uh, I don't know, a lot of about an acre or two and the debris is piled three stories high. It's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, you know, boats piled on top of boats because they were thrown out of the water and it was, it's, uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. So, but the resiliency of, of people has also been inspiring to see down here too. So good on you
1: has this hurricane season seemed to be worse than ones in past or has it been kind of on par
0: well it, it in terms of quantity you know there there were not a lot of storms through most of the season but when they hit you head on as this one did coming right ashore in fort myers beach mm-hmm. um it's it, you know it absolutely wipes out homes, businesses, uh, it's, it, it it's just absolutely devastating. So yeah, and that's, that's two within in five years that have been right through this, this oh, sort of area. Man. So yeah,
1: yeah, that was one thing my roommate and I were talking about this morning, actually, was it's crazy, because I feel like sometimes you'll get, you know, one that'll hit, florida one that'll hit the caribbean one that'll yeah. just hit like like texas and louisiana area but there's been like none that have gone up into the gulf like towards like mexico texas mm-hmm. louisiana knock on wood but it's all hit florida and like bahamas and cuba so and nova scotia
0: finger yeah that's uh, that's the other thing so anyhow um everyone's uh hopefully doing their best to, to be safe and and uh, take the precautions because those warnings are not issued lightly. So yeah, be smart. And you know, the hurricane shutter will go down in uh, in a few hours, probably. So oh. just to be on the safe side, not How? again, not expecting uh, a lot, but it doesn't hurt to be safe.
1: How do you hurricane proof a condo?
0: Well, in my case, there is a hurricane shutter that is built into the lanai, so I will just lower it. But the windows are not covered with uh, hurricane shutters, So interesting yeah depends on what you uh what you do cover all the windows cover some of them cover none of them it's uh it's Hmm. your choice so yeah but it will be uh we'll wait out the storm but again i've ridden out a few tropical storms before rains like hell gets windy and moves along on its way so like there will be i don't know in over what six hours 12 hours we'll you know four inches of rain will, will come down no problem
1: you'll sleep through it
0: Hopefully, um, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> you don't you lose the story? power. Did I tell you the story of uh, this was a few years ago in California? I that at, uh, I think it was the IndyCar finale in Sonoma when they raced there. Four o'clock in the morning, I'm sort of stirring and I'm and I'm like being woken up and I'm really asleep and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and then I remembered where I am it's an earthquake. I don't know, 5.3, something like that. And, you know, it didn't last very long, but like it shook me, shook the bed, shook the room, shook <laughs> me awake. And I sat up and it's like, <laughs> all right, it stopped. Everything's okay. There's nothing falling off the walls. Or whatever. I went back to sleep. Everything was fine.
1: <laughs> I, I just remembered that when I was in California, this like last March, I didn't get an earthquake. I haven't had an earthquake in like 10 years i was kind of hoping we would have
0: it's very unsettling but
1: <laughs> oh that's funny oh man yeah.
0: so went back to sleep so uh <laughs> what else do we have? uh the disclaimer
1: yes the disclaimer uh,
0: All thoughts, ideas, opinions, suggestions, and other random, some outrageous, some coherent thoughts are the property of Caitlin and or Todd. They do not necessarily reflect the opinion of NASCAR, Rev TV, TSN, uh, anyone else we may or may not work for at some point in time over the rest of our life or anyone we have previously worked with during our (laughs) lives. We absolve everyone.
1: Yeah, you don't have anything to do with this. You can stop complaining. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like...